Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Today, I am so excited and extremely honored to bring to you guys the IB class of 2018. Today, they're going to be talking about how they've changed as a result of the IB program, the bittersweet ending, and their advice for other IB students or just people in general. Happy listening. So this is the IB graduating class of 2018, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Minus Nick Beck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Share Chair podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so yeah. looking at like the looking back in the past two years for all of you guys, how has being in like the IB diploma program changed you? Because you'd be I feel like you guys would be completely different. Probably. How is, yeah. How has it changed <laughs> you like academic wise and I guess socially? I just handle stress way differently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at college and I'm not nervous to do That's assignments or anything. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the different class schedules, I guess, because we have all our hard classes every single day, five days a week. Um, I know how to study now and I know how to get along with a lot of different people that think differently than I do. <laughs> <laughs> It is interesting spending all of your time with the same six, no, well, five besides me people every day, but I think we've been really lucky to have a really great group, and for me personally in IB, it's just forced me to figure out how to manage my time and make things happen, and I definitely think I've learned how to study, and yes, I definitely do procrastinate, but thus far I've figured out how to make it happen with the procrastination (laughs) so we'll see how that keeps going but yeah definitely preparation for college and just you think differently because the IB really is different than any other class that I've taken I guess in the in their approach so you learn how to write well and yeah you just think differently I will say though it's not for everybody like there's a ton of positive outcomes that I could list for me personally doing this program, but it has been a roller coaster of just wishing I didn't do it, glad I did do it. <laughs> and then especially when all our papers were due in the before spring break, it was physically painful having to write every single one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that the IB has it's like a holistic view of things. So it is stressful, and it's like, oh, this really sucks. But then at the same time, you're learning how to look at things differently. Yeah, um, but I do. I kind of like where Kate was going with her line of, of question, which isn't like a poke about the about the um, the program. I mean, people, my God, go to ib.org and figure it out, right? It's like you don't need to share, although it always helps to get a kid's perspective. But more about you personally. Um, you know, the start of this program starts in your junior year, right? Here you are, a, what is it, 12 days from graduation. That's awesome. Congratulations. How are you different? What do you, what do you, how are you different? And, and do, you, do you attribute any of that to the IB? I think I first started IB looking just to the future. I was like, okay. Um, I'm going to do IB so I can put it on my college app so I know that I'm doing what people call the most rigorous program offered at my high school. And now that we're so close to the end, looking back, 
I've realized how many new friends it's given me and not only what Maddie said about a holistic view because I do attribute that perspective of the world um, based on the curriculum I've received but more so about how it's made me think about things. Like yes, we are exposed to books of different cultures, yes, we listen to Gregorian chants but more like especially with theory of knowledge it's kind of forced me to think about everything. So I, I think I've just become more aware of my surroundings. Um, and so that with the end of the year, just looking back on everything, um, I realized that it wasn't really about the college app, even though that was what I was doing it for. It's more about the experiences and the people I've met. And it just makes it really bittersweet. Like I tell everyone every day, I like walk into class and be like, I'm gonna miss you guys so much. Like it's just really sad. I don't want it to end, but. It's definitely, I mean, we're not secluded, but we have six people in every single one of our classes, you know, so it's kind of sectioned us off from the rest of our grade, and so I think that's going to make it harder to let go. So that's how I think it's impacted me. And for that reason, I think we're very lucky that we have such small classes, because that's not typical of IB usually. Um, as, even at Spring Lake, the class ahead of us had, what, 22 kids? Mm -hmm. The class behind us has, like, 15. We're just special. <laughs> we have six kids doing it because no one else seems to want to and we get we locked out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It definitely makes the learning space a comfortable one because we all know each other so well and are able to mess up in front of each other and not be embarrassed, I think, especially for me. But also exactly what Lily said, but then to add to that, just knowing that even when you think you can't do it, you think you can't do it, all of us are like, oh my gosh, we have 10 papers due here, like we're not gonna make it, we're not gonna make it. And then after we got over that hump of spring break, I was just like, wow, like we did it and we're still here and stuff, but definitely extremely bittersweet coming to the end. It doesn't even mm -hmm. feel real because I just feel like we've been thinking about this for so long. like oh, the IB test, the IB test, and now that we're in them, it's just not anything what I imagined, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Okay, I have a question, and it's weird asking from, like, the outside in because, like, <laughs> you're my people, but um, you said that you've learned from the other people in IB. So, like, what have you learned from other people, like the people that you're surrounded with, not necessarily, like, your teachers, the curriculum, if anything? The dynamic of the group is definitely really funny and everyone kind of has their place and we know what to expect from each person. Like Maddie will sit there and be like, guys, I love learning. We are learning so much. I swear to God, this God comes out good. of her mouth like, oh my gosh, we just learned being a sitcom. We just learned so much and then Nick Beck is over here like watching memes no, on his computer. You know his Google chain, his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. so and Connor's like, oh my gosh, you guys banging his head on the table. Like, okay. This is so bad. I haven't done that in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a record. No, it is really funny though just the dynamic oh. yeah I think on a more serious note like not that it's a competition but I just never okay this is like I never want to be the dumbest not that it's come like not that we're ranked but I'm just saying like 
Maddie uh, just loves it. Stop your <laughs> <with> my finger. <laughs> uh, Maddie is just fearless in the pursuit of learning, and Connor's just naturally smart, and Ava works hard, and Audra and I, we're just bros. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there, and there'll be a question that's answered, and we look at each other, and we're like, what? Like, are you kidding this? me? Like, you seriously don't know anything. And so just, um, they just really push me, because I know how smart they are, and I'm like, I have the potential to do that, too. Like, I can work as hard as um, they can, and all that stuff. And so I think being surrounded by such... Uh, an academically strong group of people like that has just put more confidence in me. Um, and just, I mean, you become who you surround yourself with almost to a point. And so I think that's just been really important. Yeah, I think you call that the sweet spot. Um, so what about, how about that, getting knocked down? In what ways have you been <laughs> through the IB or just in, or just, or just in other ways? And then like, how, what are your defenses? Like how, what have you learned over the years to like combat allowing yourself to stay there? I guess what others would call pessimism, I would call being real with myself. <sighs> And so the other day in chemistry, I was, I t in my chemistry class, I have a bunch of junior IB kids. My <laughs> advice to them was, um, there's no point, this is going to sound so bad, there's no point in being happy about a success because you could just fail tomorrow in IB specifically. And I know it's really bad to think that, but the reason I think it's helpful to me at least is that you can't let yourself ride the wave of like doing well on a test for too long. Just like you can't like feel bad about failing a test for too long, you need to have a short memory in regards to failing or doing well. Any shout outs to teachers you wanna, you wanna throw out there? I'm thinking along the terms of IB, um, shout out to Carl Siney yes. for helping Lily, Audra, and I write an extended essay because Wow, that was a train wreck when it started, and I think it ended up okay because of you. So <laughs> thank you. No, shout out to Mrs. Drager and Mr. Shyaway for always telling us that, making us feel that we are going to do better than we think we are. Because they both are always like, oh, you're going to do great. But yes. no, we're not. But they just... The I candy, like I like the, yeah, the Ms. candy Drager with the them. suckers, Mr. Shyway with the mints, the chocolate, they always have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the same reason as Ava uh, mentioned, I definitely need to give a shout out to Mrs. Marin. Mm -hmm. She was my extended essay advisor and also our biology teacher last year. But my extended essay was on um, like the Permian mass extinction, climate change, and how it affects life. So it was a biology subject, but it required a lot of earth science knowledge as well, and she knows a lot about both of those things. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she definitely was able to point me in the right direction of what I needed to look up, what I needed to get rid of, what I needed to maybe write more about. That was a huge help. Thank you, Ooh. teachers. We would not be educated without you. <laughs> Awesome. All right, so last question. If you guys had any piece of advice to give to anybody about anything, what would you say and why? Peace, love, and positivity. That is my favorite quote ever because it's just so true. I feel like you will be happy if you just live with peace, love, and positivity. Um, even if you don't feel like it, a lot of things are in your control, and if you're not happy with the situation, you can always take yourself out of it, but... 
a lot of things is just mental. Like, if you're not happy, you need to address why, and you can be happy. I would say don't take yourself too seriously. At a small school like ours, we see a lot of people who think very highly of themselves, and that's great to believe in yourself and do whatever you want to do. Um, at the same time, try not to, I would say try not to carry that too far outside of Spring Lake. Um, really understand that, like we mentioned earlier, when you go on to college, there's going to be people, a lot of people as smart or smarter than you, um, or maybe if you're going into sports, as good or better than you. And you honestly need to know your own strengths and weaknesses and limitations. Cool. Maddie? What? The question comes back to you. No, talk. Sorry, the question. You're you're all. Not only are you the interviewer, you're also the interviewee here. Okay, I gotta think. I've never thought about it before. I ask everybody, but I I never know. (laughs) Well, we never thought about it. We just had to say it. I know. So same thing. My interview performance. Okay, okay. Adapt. I got it. Um. That was a good pep talk. I'd probably say. Hold on to what you believe in. Um, really set your foundation somewhere firm because life is going to shake you. But if you don't have that firm foundation, then you won't know where you stand. So know where you stand and then and hopefully and like recognize if where you stand is firm or not. Because if it is, then you are going to be set. But if not, maybe... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Peace. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode. In the meantime, stay connected by liking our Facebook page and following us on Instagram at The Share Chair.